What's up, daddies? Welcome to Power Moves with Mike Burns, episode 54. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Friends, if you... Brooks, did you want to say something? 54, you're almost at a year. I am at a year. I passed a year. Is that how many, 52 weeks in a year? 52. Brooks oh. Whelan, B-dubs, is I, in the hot seat. For some seat. reason, I thought there was 56. I, I'm stupid. Either way, I was about to... Congratulations oh, on a year. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's 54 of these episodes, a full year. Plus, there's all the... the He's got all the bonus content. Yeah, you got there's, the Patreon. Yeah, there's, over a, there's probably over 100 episodes total at this so point. so much stuff going on. Yeah, man. The, the twists and the turns, the evolution. Friends... If you have a problem figuring out a Halloween costume, if you don't want to spend hours in a party city or Goodwill stressing, head over to PowerMovesWithMikeBurns.com and cop one of the K-Money Authentic This Is My Ween Stoom You Guys t-shirts. I dropped the price on these a little and you'll get automatic free shipping. And not only did I make tees, I made long sleeves, baby onesies, and one for the lady daddies. So anytime you're supposed to wear a stoom and don't feel like it, point down at the shirt that says, this is my ween stoom, you guys, and fly a freedom rocket at Gary from accounting and let him know you're rocking successfully on your own, in your own way, this ween season. Isn't that a good deal, Brooks? Yeah, but I have beef with you we can get into in the regular thing. You came at me for my mug prices. I don't think I've been on since you came at me for, yeah. for my mugs being more expensive than your mugs. I don't think I came at you. You said that you said the Power Moves podcast is for is for the working man, and uh-huh. I'm, yeah, and I'm like, well, what, I'm over here. I got three mugs for sale. I don't have a whole market. You got a market over here. Well, you got a, here's the thing: is you I've have got, a fantastic market. All I got are mugs. I have a different. I'm a mug man. I have a different. I have a different. Uh, different uh, vendor for these br- for these mugs. I'm saying you're. I'm not saying. I'm just saying you, you could came be moving, at my mug prices. You could be moving more mugs. No, I think. I think the. I I move as many mugs as I think I'm going to move. I started a Patreon. If you sign in, you get a mug. I'm in that Patreon game, about to get pussied. But check out the check out the Power Move store. Pick up one of these. Uh, <laughs> it's a Halloween costume. Pick up one of these Halloween costumes. All in one. You can wear it for everything. You can wear it for everything. Oh yeah, we can talk about. But I did. I, the prices are the prices are are lowered. You know, I've I've because you, you only wear it so much. Unless you want to wear it all year round. If you're a Halloween fan. Yeah, yeah, I know. You gotta. I wear. I just go as a sleaze ball. We've talked about it before where I put Skittles in people's drinks. Mm-hmm. I think that was a pre Me Too movement at move. Brooks is back. Let's go live from Los Angeles, Woo! California. You lifting a power move, daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Some American dudes out making power moves Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan Rocking a cold one in each hand My buddy Dave and I are Americans Just making power moves Ripping heaters and chugging paps and we're back thank you to rich o'toole make sure to check out his new single california and look for my shout out in the vo- in the video there uh, what joining me what? today a shout out in the video is the prodigal son b dubs already I'm talking in- over the lines brooks wheeler no, in I'm, the house i'm curious about the things you're saying uh, uh, he has a uh, video for the song called uh, California where he has he, he moved to Nashville and he's got all the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame with different stars of people like myself, Jenny Johnson, oh. Bun B from UGK. Oh, how fun. Yeah, a little shout out there. Okay, that's very cool. Yeah, I'm not talking over. I'm interested. I'll never, I'll never ever have a Hollywood uh, 
uh, star. Oh, that's that's what <laughs> that's I what everybody know. says. But I do know. I bet that's what. Uh, that's just as good. I bet that's what Weird Al said when he <laughs> has been in the business for thirty-five years. <laughs> I, yeah, did he just get one? I don't know. I think so, or something. I just he just pops up a lot on my gram. It seems like he would have just gotten one with the resurgence of the the Weird Al. Uh, yeah, fandom. Yeah, people love to love Weird Al. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, he's fine. I, I would think say it's an he's age one thing. I I'd say he's one hundred percent fine. I think pe- I, th- I, I I think he's a really good person. That's what I really oh, sure. Think. I think he's just like a really rad dude. That when you right. meet him, he is Weird Al, and he's fucking awesome. But like to me, I don't need to go see his. I don't need to go see Weird Al live. I think that um, what happened is. Weird Al went from having these big hits like Eat It, etc., which to me are just very, it's like the California Raisins. Yeah. But after that, he started to get more alt when he shaved off the mustache and he started to do like weird alty like humor things. And so people who are like your age more mm-hmm. so look at Weird Al in a different light. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I don't know any of the I, new stuff. I'll, I'll be honest, like, uh, um, all I know, my first CD I ever bought was Weird Al's Running With Scissors. Mm-hmm. First CD I ever bought, <laughs> it had uh, the song about a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. It was like uh, the day that music died, only the day uh, my Jedi guy or something. He's like, a long, long time ago yes. in a galaxy far away. And I listened to that while I mowed the lawn endlessly. Oh, man. And so I associate Weird Al with being in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Like when I mow the lawn, I listen to Easy E NWA, and I guess that's where the foul mouth comes from. There you go. I have a little more of a hard edge, exactly. But it's like I think for Weird Al for me is is like if I, if, if someone was like a big Chumbawamba fan, and I was like, what? No, he's cooler than Chumbawamba. No, but it, for me, it would be like if someone was like, yeah, the, you haven't listened to any of their newer stuff. I'm like, no. I'm like, yeah, they made a whole bunch of really cool albums afterwards that you just uh, you thought were just eat it. But it's right. Uh, yeah, it, it's a whole no. He didn't thing. make more. He didn't make a lot more. I mean, I think he's just technically a, an amazing musician. That uh, oh sure. I don't. I don't need to be a. I, look, man. If I ran into Weird Al, uh awesome i bet he oh, rules for sure if he invited me over to his for house sure. and i got to take a segway tour like i've heard about that sounds great yeah but i don't need to go to the hollywood bowl to see weird al right but if you're a fan that's special yeah man jonah ray loves him jonah ray makes cool stuff jonah ray's a cool right. guy he just right. was a nerd when he was little and he loved his music now he's an adult he's making cool weird Al music bottom line weird al if you like him I got you. Got no beef with me. If you don't like them, you got no beef with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not one to judge. I just bought the Rambo three cassette. Oh wait, can we talk about <laughs> the not Rambo two one or the the soundtrack? Wait on three. Can we talk about you. Did you see the new Rambo? Let's get into trying to do my thing. Yeah, I, I know how the program works. That's it. That's what it is. My is it? thing is going to see Rambo High on how, Monday night. How was it? Where'd you see it? I went Did you with, walk to the Americana? I went with Gnarly, Zach, and uh, and what? Vince. I mean, I'd love an invite. And we, uh, we, I'd love an invite. We toked a little bit of the, the cheap. We smoked some Wu Tang weed on the way there. I don't know if I've been on your program since I was smoking weed with Gnarly Zach, and he yelled, uh, "That's right, pig!" At a cop <laughs> who his window was down. That sounds about right. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "This is legal." I go, "Don't call him pig, <laughs> man." Gnarly Zach's the king of Glendale. He can get away with that. They okay. probably they know. Him. Go on. I want to hear all about Rambo. Rambo is exactly ish like Home Alone. Okay, I saw your tweet. It is. 
It is, and it's not a spoiler. A alert. lot of people show up trying to kill him, and he just booby traps his fucking farm. It, it, yeah, you you can you get that from any sort of trailer. I'm yeah. not spoiling anything. I guarantee you. I saw that. I thought they took like a girl. He's like, they're gonna take my girl. There's reasons. There's okay. reasons why Rambo would want to blow up his entire the farm he lived at and I destroy just, it. I'm just trying to make machetes over you. They want to yes. take my. They want to take my life. And I don't know whether it was the woo weed that Vince gave me or whether it was the movie, but it seemed like Rambo set up the stuff for like 20 minutes in the movie. Oh, it seemed yeah. like, I mean, like, it seemed like I went through my whole cherry Coke. There was a time just where he, like, how long has he been making knives? He turns all Am the lights. freaking out, man. He turned all the lights on and was dancing around with a, with like the Michael Jordan uh, cutout. Oh yeah, the the homie Jake on uh, on Twitter he he said the only thing that was missing was the Christmas music from yeah. Home Alone. I mean, I loved Home Alone. Like, I, it, what if you replaced Kevin with a homicidal elderly <laughs> maniac, elderly who man would, who's who's been suffering with only worse PTSD? Every, every it's like every year, every five years, this man's <laughs> so, life is ruined more. Something horrific happens to Rambo. <laughs> And, and like a normal person would just be sad and like depressed, but Rambo he, happens they, to be a person who's real good at killing lots of people. And, he's, and think of all the stuff this guy's done. This is like a, you know, a gang of uh, like sex traffickers coming after Rambo. That's nothing to the compared to the times like in Rambo two or three. He's like in he's taking on like a whole army he's in helicopters. Like, yeah, I wonder what his kill count is. Rambo one, maybe two people. And then Rambo three seven thousand, uh-huh. yeah. Rambo one's awesome. The uh, yeah, Rambo one is it, Rambo one is just a veteran trying. That's like that is a fucking small town cop is fucking with. It all starts poking there. at him. That's what happened. Rambo, you got, got the shoe shot box. He can't get off. Ram- he can't get off. He got the blood on him. Rambo went to war. Yeah, and then as soon as he got back. Fucking cops shit all over him. Asshole cops. And then it just snowballed from there. Fucking Brian Dennehy, that son of a bitch. I can't even think of all the reasons Rambo just ended up back in different countries. Brian Dennehy created Rambo, and then he's Tommy Boy's dad. Very confused. Do I hate or love this man? No, Brian Dennehy's fantastic. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. He's doing a great job there. He's fantastic. But but, I'll tell you what. Go see it, and if... See it in the theater. It's ultra, ultra violent, and it's so over the top that you're just like, "Jeez." I mean, I remember <laughs> seeing the last Rambo in theaters, and it was like, "Who are the bad guys?" Oh, it's the Asian people smoking cigarettes, killing. Well, kids. it was in Vietnam. That's what I'm saying. It was just clearly like these. Oh my gosh! I saw. I saw. I won't spoil anything. Uh, I saw the It's Always Sunny premiere last night, and <laughs> I can't. Even, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna break it. It's next week's episode. They discuss. It's very. You much, can't talk about it. It's very. It's it's great. Also, say is it's great, and they defend movies like Rambo, the, like the old Rambo. Yes, and 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 uh, I know what you're speaking of. The writing in this is so bad. Okay, it's laughable. Oh man! And like we sat there, and every once in a while, you just hear like from Vince, who was sitting two down from just. <laughs> Oh my god! Everyone yeah, just lose it. Like when I saw Jurassic World, like in theaters, I was dying, and everyone else was like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen." I tell you what, it took the edge off the movie. Yeah, like I, it wouldn't have. I think it would have freaked me out a little bit more if if uh, there wasn't dumb writing, because then it was just like 
Jeez, Rambo. Yeah. The kills are really, really graphic. Oh, you gotta get graphic. So, uh, that's what um, I think Tim Robinson talks about how in like in Rocky, when he made Rocky, he's like, Rocky's like a guy who gets less dumb over time. He turns into like a smart businessman. Uh-huh. But in the first one, he's like borderline. And But then like for Rocky 2, he's like, actually, Rocky's cool. No, Rocky's not stupid. Rocky's right. actually a smart guy. He does business. That's always been my uh, my suggestion is watch the first Rambo, not Rambo, Rocky, Rocky. or Rocky, even Rocky 2, and pretend that Rocky is a mentally challenged guy who has to fight. Oh, uh, man, I don't want to fight <laughs> nobody. It seems so cruel. No thing you and then it's some old man is like, me, go get in there, and yeah. you fight. And like, uh, oh, I, I can't tie my shoes. Mickey, why would you help me out when I was getting yeah. fighting Spider Rico? Again, that's, that's, that's how he talks. That's what that guy is. Yeah. Um, I've broken it down many times. Wonderful. Wonderful, my thing. Sounds great. My thing, I guess, would be seeing the It's Always Sunny premiere last night. It was very, it's, you know, like a very big, fun, our favorite show. But I think I'd safe to say both your and my favorite television show. Yeah, it's close. I mean, I, th- I would say Gemstones has taken it over for me. Gemstones think- is mine. Gemstones is my first. I mean, current. current. Current, sure. But I'm saying all time. Comedy. 13 Close. seasons of It's Always Sunny versus five episodes of Gemstones, which right. six now. I, Gemstones is part of doing my thing I'm about to tell you about. We went tubing down the Kern River all weekend. It was so fun. Me, Gabrielle, Carl Hess. And anytime we went tubing, we wouldn't say, you want to do a tubing run? You go, you guys feel like misbehaving a little bit? <laughs> so then we'd go misbehave, which if you don't know about the misbehaving song by Baby Billy uh, and um, what's his wife, what's his sister's name? Uh, oh, Amber Lee or something yeah. like that. It, but either way, Walton Goggins and the, and the actress who plays uh, Amy Lynn, I think, um, is so fucking funny. It's just called Misbehaving. Did you read about how they wrote it? Yes. Super funny. Watch it. It's funny. It's great. I liked it. Tubing is my new thing. Tubing. <laughs> I, I did it. I'm going again Tuesday. I've gone the last Tube two Tuesday. weekends. I'm going Tubing Tuesday. Tubing Tuesday. Yeah. Tubin Tuesday. You gonna if you want to check out Brooks on Tubin Tuesday, head on down to the Kern River. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're shooting that one for uh, travels and such. Oh, this should go well. It's gonna be great. Billy Wayne Davis, Cornell Reed, travels and such. Tubin, super fun. Oh, there's got to be some sort of disaster that happens. And there's also hot springs and cliff jumping, all in this place. This is definitely one thing is going to happen. Nah. That is, no, it has to. That's the best part of the show. Yeah, something bad always does go down. The first episode was knife toss, like, like knife catch. In knife the first catching episode. was bad. Second episode, uh, turn. I fell in. Into Carl's tent and dropped a steak. See? Third episode, Barry Rothbard only wanted to talk about entertainment lawyers. But you were on flat ground, and now you're going to be on a river in a tube or cliff jumping. Mm-hmm. So, yep. it's gonna you be know, great. falling over. It's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. I, I can't wait. Doing my thing. Something exciting has to happen. Doing my thing. Let's get into some power sports. Ooh. A Pittsburgh doctor says Antonio Brown once repeatedly farted in his face during a consultation and that he owes him $11,500 in unpaid bills. Yep. This story's been out for a bit, but I didn't cover it, and there's no way I'm letting this go under the rug. Oh, this got to get this guy, this is big. Antonio Brown's, for, and this is from Business Insider, which is oh which gosh. makes me laugh. Antonio Brown's former doctor says the 31-year-old once repeatedly farted in his face during a consultation and that he still owes him $11,500 in bills. Dr. Victor Prisk, that's a cool name, Prisk. Whoa. 
who now owns his own orthopedics and wellness clinic in Pittsburgh, first uh, agreed to meet Brown for a body fat test in 2018. However, Brown reportedly turned up three hours late for the meeting. Of course he did. And oh a, he's a diva. You can't throw, show up on time. He's a piece of tra- this guy's like we talked about him a little bit over on entry level. It's he's um I don't like him. He's he, not a good guy. He's enrolled back into uh, Central Michigan University. Go Chips. Is he? Yeah, he he, he signed up for classes because he never uh, <laughs> never graduated. So he's going back to Central Michigan online courses. I'm sure. So those somebody get, else is taking. Yes, I, I'm I'm a thousand percent sure. So he's getting a degree so he can coach. What the fuck is what is uh, this I don't plan? Know. He turned up for three hours late to the meeting and upon does eventual arrival proceeded to pass gas and brisk his face and laugh <laughs> it's like oh what are you taking body fat what are you what are you, what are you doing down by his butt well there's fat down there you got to check all the, the fat you do the tummy you yeah do but the tummy everyone's snippers. body's got different fat content on different parts of it i guess he's probably doing a more in-depth one than like high school could, iowa body fat testing right well you know he's uh maybe he didn't make it big yet he was just uh starting out it just seemed childish to me, Prisk, Prisk said. I'm a doctor, and this man is farting in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, also, you know what? You're a doctor. You should be able to handle some farts. Doctors have to deal with some gross shit. If you're just on the fucking uh, subway or you're sitting there having a nice meal at, uh, at your local sizzler and someone farted in your face, that would be, that would be different. But, I mean, things are going to happen in, in an examination room. Yeah, you got to be ready for everything. Despite the incident, Prisk decided to take Brown on as, a regu- on as a regular client and went on to create diet and supplement programs for the wide receiver. Um, probably lots of ones that don't have any fiber involved. Yeah, this is insane. Hey, what? Let's, cu- let's cut out fuck spinach. This, fuck this doctor now. Never mind. He's out. You fart in my face? I'm not going to sign you on as a regular client. Right. You're asking for this type of trouble. This is a, you're working with a troubled individual and you're like, oh, you make how much? I guess I'll deal with it. The uh-huh. same fucks who like work for Trump because they get money. Like he, you're working for a psycho. Just just take <laughs> this one off. You're going to get burned. Take this one off. Prisk had agreed to a fee with Brown of $500 an hour. I mean, I, someone wants to fart around me for, uh, not my face, but just in the room for $500 no, you, yeah, an hour. $500 an hour. You totally fart my face once an hour. Yeah, just once an hour. That's, That's not so bad. That's all I'm saying. That's a lot I'm of money. Here, I'm doing body fat testing. Eight, an eight hour day. <laughs> That's a good good living. However, he said the fees were never paid. Uh, Antonio Brown has some serious debt going on. Uh, He filed a lawsuit seeking the 11.5. This guy, he's he's been involved in this for since like what fucking how how long ago did this happen? I don't know. Antonio Brown's in debt. He's got to be right. It was in 2018. So it's it's recent. It's recent. Yeah. Antonio Brown, I think definitely probably needs some money. Every outfit he wears is like forty thousand dollars worth of Gucci shit. It's just it's irresponsible. Hey boy, he needs to go. He needs to check out Ross Dress for Less or like Marshalls. You can get flashy clothes. Did you there. see my new shirt I got yesterday? I found it yesterday. Yeah, discover it in Dubuque. Yeah, you find a shirt with your hometown on it. You got to buy it. At you, thrift buy, store. you buy that. Th- what that cost you? Uh, this was twenty six dollars. That's that's a fair price. Fair price for a Dubuque shirt. That's totally fair price. Let's get into some power news you can use. Yes, please. Woman allegedly bites camel's privates to save herself. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it is really great, Brooks. This is in Gross Tate, Louisiana, which, of course, this happens in a place called Gross Tate. <laughs> I mean, Louisiana's got some fucking... Also, there's a camel? 
There's what? A, this is in Gross Tate, Louisiana. Uh, population 647 in a 2010 census. Uh, Why is there a camel here? <laughs> it's at a truck stop, of course, bro. Oh, my gosh. Don't Louisiana does do that. There's this place where they chain a tiger up in between fucking... The tiger died, Brooks. They replaced it with this camel. Is This is the gas station? The tiger had, like, kidney failure, yeah, and they had to I, kill it. I stopped and, like, looked at that tiger. I was driving from New Orleans to uh, Lafayette, and it was a nightmare. It was just like it was like a hundred for like a hundred miles. It was like stop to see the tiger, and it worked. I stopped. The I looked tiger at the died, and they replaced it with this camel that gets his nuts bitten. Oh <laughs> my gosh! About it. The, the woman was sent to the hospital after biting the private area of a camel that was sitting on her at the truck stop. Oh my god! <laughs> On Thursday, September 19th, a couple at the Tiger Truck Stop in Gross Tate. <laughs> I didn't know it was Gross Tate, but I've been to this truck this stop. This is amazing then. They were chasing after their deaf dog that ran away from them. And uh, the dog ran under the double barbed wire fence that closed off, closed off the ha- camel's habitat where <laughs> apparently the tiger used to be. Yeah, no, I've seen it's It's a nightmare. The co- it's, uh, oh, it's, it, this camel can't like be enjoying itself. No, it's on it's it's along a fucking highway no. where a hurricane comes in once a year Camels want to run around not be in some in cage it's in- small it's bad yeah for sure it's like in, only in the south well that's not true zoos exist everywhere the what dog the fuck is I deaf i mean that's another layer here they chased after the deaf dog into the enclosure the camel's all agitated his name's casper that's a fun name for a Casper the camel. Casper the camel. Uh, I don't know. If you have a camel, you don't name him Joe. You're fucking up. Oh, yeah, it is a fuck up. Uh, Somehow the camel then sits on the woman. (laughs) The woman, out of self-defense, bites the camel's testicles. Uh, Pamela Bossier, a manager at the Tiger Truck Stop. They got to change it to the Camel Truck Stop. I mean, look. The fact that her last name is Bossier means that she's like real Cajun. Like Yo, for sure. Oh, Lord, you come out here, you'll get your teeth out my camel's no, asshole. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, Kathy, what's her Kathy Bates in the yeah. Adam Sandler. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Bo- Boucher. Bobby Boucher. The couple broke into the enclosure, causing the camel to panic. It's just crazy. I don't know how to do a, that uh, Cajun accent. Oh, Lord, accent. I just didn't hear that. It's biting everything. <laughs> Until, kind of do a duck the rules, but forget about she, the lift. She said, to the point of, why would anybody do that? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That's yeah. not bad. <laughs> she claims she claims the couple was throwing dog treats into the camel's pen before the dog ran in. Well, these are fucking wild ass people. What are you? Are, you're getting in there. I see. There's you're a lot, throwing I, the dog treats in there to get the dog the, to go in. At there. what point is the camel sitting on you? How do you get a camel to sit you're on gonna you? You're going to see, Brooks. The manager Pam Bothier <laughs> said the camel was friendly and oh plays Lord. with plays with goats all the time. Uh, it's a very nice. It's a very nice camel. Yeah, the camel's playing around they with the dog. They come in here and attack my camel. They don't want treats. The dog's owners went under the barbed wire. That's your first mistake. They're going under the barbed wire. To get uh, before the animal was bitten. Uh, she says there's a yeah, video. The camel on She camel bites the, bit the dog. She, there's a video of the incident, but her, her attorney will uh, not l- allow it to be re- released. We need to yeah, see Yeah, we this. can't let this go. But I don't want people to know that my camel a good camel. So they're in the pen, and they're fucking around. And the camel gets gets all fucking agitated. Camel get all hot and bothered. I'll, and I'll tell you how it happens. The camel sits down on this chick. I don't uh, understand how this happens. Uh, it's they're in there because the dog won't get out. I get because, that, but like, what is she doing behind the camel? Where well, it's you like throw got dog to... treats into an area, the dog's not going to come out no matter what you say. 
the people go under the barbed wire into the camel's thing to like get the dog, which I don't fucking buy. These people sound like troublemakers. These, these are trash people. She bit a camel's. They're from Pensacola, Florida. If these you people are trash. When she's in, you know there. what? You know how bad you have to be to have, for me to be on the tiger truck stop side. Mm-hmm. That truck stop is trash. While you're these in are there, trasher than trasher than the tiger. Then let's kill a tiger truck stop. While they're in there, the camel gets pissed off and, like, as a defense mechanism, just sits on this chick. Like I'm going to shit on you. Oh Lord, a camel don't sit again. It's on her face, and she's freaking out, and she bites down on this camel's balls. <laughs> This is fucking The camel wild. has to get checked out by a veterinarian. Holy And the chick shit. has to go to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. But here's what the best part to me is that after this camel sat down on her and they're acting a fool and they act like it's the camel's fault, they both get tickets for trespassing and not having a dog on a leash. So they get punished. I love it. Having to bite a camel's ball sack is not like a win. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's really gross. I can't think anything... That sounds like some Adam said, like, I had to bite an animal stinky nuts. Sometimes you just got to bite a camel in the nuts. <laughs> or the Sandman, he knows what he's doing. Let's go to our top story. Oh, you know, the top story. Teen attacks grandparents at dinner table over tomatoes. Yep, I love it. A Nassau, Florida. Rich, did you ever see the harvest of tomatoes that Gabs and I grew? Yes, I have seen them. Did you? They're so abundant. We got a full farmer's market going on at the old at the old place at you, Casa de la Sol. You gotta make some spaghetti sauce. We did. We put it, we chop them up and we put them on pasta. Yeah. It's but fucking you, super you could fun. also, like if you have extra, you, that's how you get rid of that. You just make, you make some, some, some spaghetti that's sauce. A, that is what we do. We toss them. And then, but then you just put it in the freezer so ooh, that way they don't go bad. Ooh. Because they could sound, go bad. Mm-hmm. That's how nice. And as on Florida, Florida teen assaulted and threatened her elderly relatives with a knife because she was denied extra tomatoes at dinner. This chick loves tomatoes. That's wild. Who wants more tomatoes? <laughs> this you a freak. Does. You a freak. Also, who's not letting their kid have more vegetables? You a freak. This a freak family. There's only so much. That's what happened. She wanted like more of her sh- more than her share of vegetables. There's only Let so many tomatoes. It. They don't have an abundance like you, Brooks. They're not like uh, tomato millionaires. They got like a couple tomatoes to- and, to millionaires, and they got to share those. Katie Gates, 19, was charged with two felonies, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery on a victim over the age of 65 for the incident at her family's home in the town of Callahan. Gates' grandmother told police the teen became angry because she wanted to eat more than her fair share of the tomatoes at the dinner table. Oh, my God. I hate everyone. This is in the incident report. She then began to throw a fit because she couldn't have any more tomatoes and became disrespectful toward the other adults in the house, the grandma alleged. The situation enraged the elderly adults in the house, the arrest report said. And then uh, Gates chucked a water bottle at her grandfather and then threw a pack of cigarettes at her 73-year-old great-grandmother and uh, hit her in the eyeball. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's nothing trashier than throwing cigarettes <laughs> at your, your grandma. Great, your great-grandma. Great-grandmother. And, and catching her in the eye with a yeah. corner. Yeah, you just, she peels her. She with caught a, uh, she, she caught Trish just, in the eye. I just, with a, I just with can't. A, with a pack of Marlboro. It's one of the trashiest things I've ever heard of. They were, uh, they were. She want, see, was, what happened? They is, were Salem, uh, menthol Salem. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> Salem menthol hundreds. Uh or they were like weren't even real Salem. They were like Malem, like some yeah. prison cigarettes that you see on the like you buy out of the back of a truck. 
when uh, Gates' grandfather tried to confront her about her bad behavior, like, hey, what How is this? How old is this daughter? She's oh, 19. She's 19. Oh, my God. Not even God. like a teen teen. She's like an adult teen. She's psycho. She gets further enraged. Uh, then the then the teen teen, uh, not teen teen, Gates grabs a knife and waves it at him and chases him with it. <laughs> like, some, just waving a knife at someone. Oh, like, yeah. No! Because... She couldn't have more tomatoes. It didn't escalate any more than just she couldn't get the tomatoes and then she's still losing her mind. This is a quote from her. Motherfucker, I'll stab you in your fucking face. <laughs> a knife-wielding gate screamed as she, at the grandpa as she chased him out the door and poked the blade at his face. Jesus. She already hit her old great-grandma in the eye. So stabby. Relatives told uh, police that Gates continued to underhand poke and overhand strike at him with the knife in her hand while yelling obscenities. This is a good house that, to not have a gun in. Yeah. This is why you don't have a gun in I'm the house. I'm doing a little math to how old this great this woman was when she became a great-grandmother. So she's 71. This woman's 19. So uh-huh. she was 52 when she became a great-grandma. Wow. They're popping them out here. This family, <laughs> you can see they don't want to give all the tomatoes away because there's only so much food to go 52, around. 52, I'm a great grandma. Kids are coming out very, very quickly and you got to guard the food. Yeah. Police, this is, yeah, this family has a lot of kids. Police were called and after Gates was read her Miranda rights, she admitted she threw the cigarette pack uh, but and she uh, copped to picking up the knife uh, and walking outside to where grandpa was, but she says that she did not attempt to stick him with the implement yeah i brandished it she got out of jail with an eighteen thousand dollar bond and the judge ordered to have no contact with the victims <laughs> holy shit very chill that's very just chill. it's just shocking to me that like that's you can try and kill your grandparents with a knife <laughs> and where'd she get the bond she must have had a bail bondsman and then she just can't talk to her grandparents. You should this, like not. Well, this is not this woman's first brush with the this law. This person needs to be uh, in jail. Like if you do that to your fucking grandparents, you're a piece of trash, and you have, will definitely do it to anyone also, else. If you like tomatoes that much, you gross. Right, or just go to the store and get some. Go get some fucking tomatoes. They're not that expensive. I'm not fighting over anything. You get some Romas for like a 98 cents a pound, and that's Los Angeles prices. I'm sure that the, your your local Florida... Uh, Whatever they have mini, down there, fucking yeah, sprouts. But, no, they don't have sprouts. Nah, they, they, you go to like a... I forget, what, I forget what it's called. You go to any sort of uh, any sort of store, and you're going to be able to get a deal on it. There's no need to stab grandma and take out great grandma's eye with a pack of Malum hundreds of menthols. You trash. You trash. Let's get into some power grooves. Uh. Ooh, we got some power groove. Um, my, power groove? my song of the week is uh, "Pistol Smoke" featuring Solomon Childs off of Ghostface Killers' new album. Ghostface Killers, Ooh. plural. Ghostface Killers' new album is Ghostface Killers. It is so fucking hard. The whole album is great. It's got this action movie movie vibe to it. It's just you're really sunk into it. And classic Ghostface story killing, storytelling. Just a standout track for me. The whole album's great though. Bump it in your ride, bump it in your phones. Uh, I'm talking you get goosebumps from the heat on this track. It's grown folk hip hop like a motherfucker. So go get it in your ears. Pistol Smoke featuring Solomon Childs off of Ghostface Killer. Well, that is not my style no, at all. No, 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 no. Of course uh, not. I have. I'm an eclectic man. The uh, eclectic man, yeah. You like a uh, ghost faced killer. You'd like any rapper who is who you grew up with. That's no, not eclectic. No, no I, I like all kinds of things. I listened to the Sheer Mag when you came in here. 
Sure. I, either way, I'm just saying your your eclecticism is the fact that you like music that started in the 80s. I like mostly 80, 80s yes. music. That, yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, it's like I listen to all the new stuff. Sure, but it's the same people that you've listened to your whole life. Crap. Okay. Like Bruce Springsteen, yeah, Ghostface Killer, same good. guy. Yeah, same guy. It's not eclectic. Like, you know, I'm wild. I'm still listening Bruce to what I like. Bruce Springsteen, yeah. Ghostface Killer. You bought Rambo 3. Weird that doesn't Al. mean you're eclectic. <laughs> Weird Al. Sure. California Raisins, Chumbawamba. Uh, Those are uh, my top five. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Mine is uh, Twin Peaks. Came out with a new album. I've, uh, I always enjoy this band, Twin Peaks. They're from Chicago. They're rad. I've uh, seen them. I've camped next to them at Sasquatch Music Festival. Uh, they have a song called uh, I've song. camped next to this band. We did. We're the only two people at the at this festival, the only two artists who like decided to camp because we were so stupid. Uh, all the other people performing there were like, no, we're going to play and get the fuck out of here. And then me and these guys just camped the whole time and got trashed. It was super fun, but it was like a hundred degrees. It was at the gorge in Washington. They're very cool. Very fun. Uh, they have a new album out. It's great. Unfamiliar sun is my favorite song on it. I was listening to it when I came over, check it out. Very, uh, chill, very mellow checked out. Yeah. That'll be a perfect combo. Unfamiliar sun. And then I'll, uh, pistol Smoke Ghostface Killer 1,000 per I listen, I, would, I would listen to Pistol Smoke first And then take the edge off Yeah, get that edge off It's <laughs> like the, a beer a Very murderous Very murderous sound On, on, on my program on my, uh, on my song there And then you take It's like uh, You know you, you get all ramped up And then you need yeah, Like yeah, a pill Yeah, yeah, yeah A little pill to take it down Totally agree Guys, if you want to check out The Patreon this week On uh, Friday's After Dark program You can hear Mike Holmes And me having a long discussion About our, uh, our, our past adventures Adventures as roommates and uh, debaucherous people in Echo Park, as well as a lot of uh, funny, a lot of a lot of insight on beer. He's a beer master. Also, we talk a lot about IPAs. We talk a lot about his favorite uh, uh, beers um, that you can pick up uh, nowadays. Also, one of the best storytellers I've ever met in my life. He has a, he has a very uh, large catalog. He's a great storyteller. Very Fantastic. large catalog. Check it out. Also, listeners, it. now that I'm on. Check, go check out the 100th episode of Entry Level. It's out. It's the greatest hits. If you've never listened, give that one a shot. One you have a jumping off point. One hundo. Yeah. All right, Brooks. We're done. We're toast. Feeling forward to the weekend, you guys. All American dudes just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes out making power moves. I'll make it pay.